are continuing our uh, sermon series on Lord's Prayer. Uh, as you can maybe tell, uh, this whole series is based on uh, one passage, which I, I like, the Philippian passage, chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. It says, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, when we, when we offer our prayer, uh, then the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So when we learn how to pray this prayer, we are going to experience the peace from God. Isn't that what we need? We have to have peace from God, right? So we'll stop worrying about things. Uh, we'll experience peace of God. One of the elements that take away our peace, you know, peace is a guilt. And guilt is a very interesting emotion. Uh, it is very strong emotion in a way. And uh, if we don't know how to get rid of this guilt, we, our emotion can uh, experience painful uh, life. It's going to really hurt our emotions. D- did you know that animals have emotion also? They do, right? They know how to get excited. They, they you know, experience the sadness. They experience, they, they get scared. You know, they have emotion. But they don't have guilt, right? You never heard the news that they were so depressed and they committed suicide, right? Dogs, they don't do that, right? Uh, why is that? Because they are not made out of, uh, made of God's image. Only us, human beings, we were created by God's image. That's why we know the difference between right and wrong. We have a soul, we have a conscience. You know this, if you don't know how, if you don't uh, deal with this guilt emotion, it can truly ruin our lives. We don't really have a future because guilt has to do with our past. You know, resentment and shameful acts in the past, all those things. And if we don't know how to deal with it, we cannot get in get on our present life and the future because the guilt has to do with our past. So we have to deal with our past. That's why I believe Jesus taught us this prayer. Forgive our debts that as we also have forgiven, forgiven our debtors. You know, uh, have you ever heard or seen uh, the play called The Black Angel written by Michael Christopher? Uh, the, the play begins like this, at courtroom, I think Lorenberg courtroom, world courtroom, where a guy named Herman Engel, he was, the, he was on the court, and the world court sentenced him 30 years in prison because he was the general uh, during the World War II, Nazi, German Nazi general. He, with his army, killed many people, many innocent people, but they sentenced him 30 years. One French journalist named Maurice, he didn't like that sentence. He deserved to die. How can court give him 30 years? So after he released from the prison, he pursued him. He followed him. And he stopped up with other like, people who, whose family were killed by this, their army. So with them, they made a plot to kill him, burn his house and shoot him. But before that uh, plot to be uh, actualized, he visited him 
Man, I want you to know, why did you do such an evil thing? I want to hear the story. I, at least I want to hear confession from you. But this guy, old man, he was a feeble man. He was, I mean, when he talked to him, he was a weak guy. He regretted about his past. So Morris thought, maybe, maybe I shouldn't kill him. Maybe we shouldn't kill him. So he, Morris told him, Herman, you shouldn't run away. You know, actually a whole bunch of people will come and tonight they're going to burn your house and kill you. You know, Herman said, is that mean you are forgiving me? Morris said, no, I don't, I'm not going to forgive you. I'm not going to just kill you, but I'm not going to forgive you. And you know what Herman said? Then I'm not going to go. And he died uh, in his house that, that night. That the play, I mean, I think it's tremendous. I mean, I don't really fully ex ex express that play to you, but, you know, it has, has a great teaching in it. You know, like, I mean, we are even, we were that serious about getting rid of guilt to the point we want to give our lives away. But he's teaching, you know, like, uh, remember, like, our Heavenly Father, hallowed be thy name, we are Prayer starts with lifting up his, I mean, God's name first. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Then first request for our, our sake is give us our daily bread, right? That is our physical being. We need stuff. Clothes to wear, place to stay, and food to eat, right? That is our daily bread. Then that is our physical being. And spiritual being, the most important thing is ask for forgiveness. That is our greatest need. We need God's forgiveness. And he's teaching us, hey, you got to pray this prayer. And uh, how do you deal with this, this guilt in, in your life? There's an interesting book, 37 way, Ways We Lie to Ourselves to Avoid Guilt. 37 ways. Let me just share a few of them. One of them is projection. When you feel guilty, you project it on the someone else. We blame on somebody else. We blame on our parents. We blame on government. We blame on society. We blame on... Don't blame on pastor, okay? <laughs> you know, people love to blame on someone else. But it doesn't work. You know, rationalization, we make up excuses. It is no big deal. What I did, it didn't really hurt anybody. But that doesn't really help. What about comparison? We love to compare. You know, I mean, compared to him, I'm a saint. I'm a Mother Teresa. I mean, compared to her, I mean, you know, we love, but doesn't really help. You cannot get rid of this guilt and, and, and depression. We push it down in your subconscious, but still it keeps, pops up. It's like throwing hundreds ball in the pool, ping pong ball in the pool, and try to, you know, repress, I mean, but it keeps coming back. It doesn't work. Distraction. You don't give yourself time to deal with that issue. You make yourself super busy trying to get distracted. But that doesn't work too. Escapism. They run away to a lot of things. Doesn't work. That's why Jesus taught us this prayer. This is the one. God can only forgive us. He's the only who can forgive us. So we have to come to him. And that's the message for today. How does he forgive us? Let me just share simple three points. God forgives us at the moment that we ask. Instantly. 
The moment we come to God and ask, He's going to forgive us. Isaiah says, Let the wicked forsake his way and the evil man his thought. Let him turn to the Lord. When the moment we turn to the Lord, turn to God, He will have mercy on us. And to our God, for He will freely pardon. He's going to forgive us right away, the moment we ask to the Lord. Do you know a guy named Alonjo Man? I encountered this person through the one of the books that I read. And he was a real person in 1913. He was 13 years old. He was working at the pencil company. They're making a pencil also. And he witnessed somebody kill someone. Someone killed Mary. And he was only 13 years old. He was so scared. So he didn't say anything. But they accused a guy named Leo Frank, Jewish guy, and he ended up in prison to killing the the you know, person named Mary. While he, the Frank was in the prison, gangster, I mean, one of the gangsters killed the Leo Frank. I mean, this, you know, Alonzo man, he had more guilty feeling because he didn't say that the Leo was in the prison and because of that he got killed and he was so confused. And he had to live with the guilt feeling all of his life. When he became 83, he reported to the police station. You know what? Leo didn't kill him. Leo, I mean, Leo didn't kill Mary. It was someone else, someone else. And he confessed that in front of the tombstone of the Mary. I had to bear this guilt of 70 years. I would be free. It's kind of sad, right? We don't have to carry the guilt over us. Because when you come to the Lord, when you turn to the Lord and give it to Him, He's going to take care of that. That's a part of the cross. Well known passage, 1 John 1 9, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just, and He will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Do you know my person's name? Uh, Maranita Lasky. I don't know if it's right. Maranita Lasky. She, she was the England's one of the uh, humanist, secular uh, novelist. Uh, she was the one lone person. Before she died at 1988, you know, she had a, the moment, surprising moment of condor. She became very honest. And this is what she said in front of the national television. What I envy most about you, Christian, is your forgiveness. I have nobody to forgive me. It's kind of sad. You don't have to carry that. If you have anything that really suppress you, give it to the Lord. He can take away right away. Second point, God forgives us completely. Not only instantly forgives us, but completely forgives us. That's our God. You know, we, we always say, I mean, I'm going to watch over you and how, how you behave and then I'll forgive you. Depending on how you treat me, then I'll forgive you. But God doesn't you know, say it like that. This is a powerful passage right here, Colossians. When you were dead in your sins and you were in the uncircumcision of your sinful nature, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins. Not partially, but all our sins, completely. Having canceled the written code with its regulations, that was against us and that stood opposed to us. He took it away. Nailing it to the cross. 
That's the power of cross. He took all our sins. Remember Jesus' last word on the cross? Anyone remember? It is done. It is finished. It is finished. He didn't say, I am finished. Bye-bye. He didn't say that, right? (laughs) He said, what's, what's it? The salvation plan for us. It is in Greek, tetelestai. He said tetelestai. You know, tetelestai means paid in full. In Greek setting, that's what that means. You heard, you, 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 you know that, right? Paid in full. This thing, oh, okay. I'm definitely not. My credit card, paid in full. My school loan, paid in full. I mean, don't you love it? Since today's Mother's Day, I want to, I want to say, I have to say this. Uh, there was a boy. Uh, when mother was fixing the dinner, and boy uh, handed over the mom a, a piece of paper, which he uh, says, "For cutting the grass, five dollar. For cleaning up my room this week, one dollar. For going to the store for you, fifty cents. Babysitting my kid brother while you went shopping, twenty-five cents." Taking out the garbage, $1. For getting a good report card, $5. For cleaning up and uh, lacking the yard, $2. Total of $14.75. Your mom. Mom took it. And she took out the pencil. And this is what she wrote. For the nine months I carry you while you grew inside of me, no charge. For all the nights that I sat up with you, doctored and prayed for you, no charge. For all the you know, trying times and all the tears that you, you've caused through the years, no charge. For all the nights that were filled with dread and for the worries I knew were ahead, no charge. For the toys, food, clothes, and even wiping your nose, no charge. When you add it up, son, the cost of my love is... No charge. And boy saw the note. He took out pen again and paid in full. Paid in full. You know, I think this is what Jesus would say. Since I love you so much, here, paid in full. No charge. It's free. That's the salvation work. Your sins are paid in full. What are you worried about? Why are you holding on to something that God has already paid for? It is already forgiven. Some of us, you know, like, they can even, some of us, we can, like, forgive ourselves. There can be problems. If that is you, Bring that to the Lord. He wants to forgive us. Romans 5.23 says, God presented him as a sacrifice of atonement. Through faith in his blood, his blood is so precious, he did this to demonstrate his justice because in his forbearance, he had left the sins of committed beforehand unpunished. Last point that I want to make is this. God forgives us without any cost. 
Does that mean free? Yeah. But someone has to pay for it, right? Jesus had to pay for that. So it is not really, though it is free, he had to, I mean, since it's, I mean, the reason it's free is because we can pay for it. There's no way we can pay for it, right? That's why it is free. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. Grace means gift. Right? Grace is gift from God. <laughs> Only by faith. You, 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 you have that. You have that. You know, don't try to buy your forgiveness. Some of us try to do that. Do you know that? God, I'm going to do tithing. I'm going to give offering. So please forgive me. You, don't have, you can't buy forgiveness. Some of us try to uh, beg, begging, you know, God, please, please, please forgive me. That's not, I mean, you don't have to do that. Some of us bargain with God. Some of us like uh, bribe God. God, if, I mean, I'm going to go to the mission trip. I'm going to join the spark again next time, next time, if you forgive me. You don't have to, you know, beg or buy or, you know, bribe. Or, uh, all you have to do is simply believe. What is belief? You know, believing is, I think, so simple as A, B, C. A, admit it. Hey, God, I've blown it. It was my fault. B, believe that God can forgive us. C, commit that matter to the Lord. Lord, I commit myself to you. I commit this matter to you. Simple as A, B, C. Then you'd experience forgiveness. A boy went to Washington, D.C. and saw the Washington Monument and said to the park ranger, I want to buy the Washington Monument. So the park ranger asked him, how much you got? You know, I have about $1.75. You know, the park ranger told the boy, I have to tell you three things. First of all, uh, it's not for sale. Number two, even if, you, uh, uh, even if it was sale, you can't afford it. It's too expensive. And number three, if we're American citizen, it already belongs to you. Boy said, really? Really? <laughs> you know, same uh, truths apply to forgiveness in the life of Christian. If you're a Christian, number one, you couldn't buy forgiveness from God. Number two, you couldn't pay for it because it's too expensive. Number three, if you're a Christian, if you're a child of God, it's already given to us. Forgiveness is already given to us. It's part of grace. It's a part of gift. As I conclude the message, I want to read this passage once again. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. You know, when I read that passage many years ago, I don't really fully understand that part. Do you understand this passage? Why did Jesus tell us, forgive, our, forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors? I thought, okay, I have to, you know, forgive my brothers. Then God will forgive me. I thought that way a long time ago. But you know what this is said? And, you, know, you know, like when you think about what God has forgiven us, this is like Pacific Ocean. You go to Pacific Wow, so much water, right? That's grace of God. That's forgiveness of God. 
what I forgive to other, that is a cup of water. Compare my cup of water with the you know, Pacific Ocean. You can't compare them, right? How can you compare that? Once we experience forgiveness of God, it is a natural thing. You don't, you don't do the second guess. I mean, it is a natural thing. So grand, so amazing. The forgiveness are so amazing. Wow, God, you forgive me. Wow, this is so great, so good to be true. Awesome, God, thank you. Then you look, your brother or sister who been harmed to you, you just say, hey, God forgave me this much. I mean, he took away my debt, you know, like millions of dollars, trillions of dollars. You owe me only five cents? No problem. So we have to experience the forgiveness of God first. Then we can forgive others. Brothers and sisters, don't hate your brothers and sisters. You got to forgive. This is a very challenging passage. I want to end this passage. Make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. I mean, this is kind of scary passage, isn't it? We're not going to see the Lord? What do you mean? Does that mean you're not going to go to heaven? Is that what that means? I think so. If, what is the holiness? Holiness is the one who experiences the love of God and live with that love of God in peace with others. So this is a very challenging passage to us. If it is anyone whom you cannot forgive, hey, we have to be pardoned by God. We definitely have to pardon them. Let's pray. Father, I know there are many people, uh, or maybe a few of us today, who are tortured by guilt and shameful memories. Maybe we have tried all kinds of things to get rid of those uh, guilt, but nothing worked. Lord, help us to realize how much you love us, no matter what we have done. Lord, give us courage to pray the prayer of cleansing so that we can be free. that ABC prayer or the meeting that we've done, we've done wrong and believe that you are the God who can forgive us and committing ourselves to you Lord committing all the things we have done to you Lord God and trip you free we would like to recognize the cross remember your sacrifice Father God as we're taking the communion today 
let this communion be real to us, Lord. And it was so real that you had to die on the cross and pay everything so that we can be forgiven, Lord God. Bless us. In Jesus' name we pray.